Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Friends, welcome to the Daily Inch. <laughs> oh, hello. While I'm away researching Murder Mile, Here's a little treat to keep you entertained over the next three weeks. Fifteen little stories which are fun, rambly, informative, but not essential to listen to. Each story has been written and presented in a tongue-in-cheek way and are not for the easily offended. Murder Mile returns on Thursday the 24th of August 2023. But until then, there's this. The Daily Inch Number 16 Emergency Boobies Alarms, sirens, flashing lights That's how we know when there's an emergency at work It's automatic We hear a nasty wailing sound Like a baby with chronic piles Blowing bagpipes through a camel's backside And we instantly think Ooh, fire. I may burn to death. I should definitely listen to the life-saving instructions of the Burks in the high-vis vests, who act like mini-Hitlers, all because they've got fire marshals stenciled on their backs, and they've attended a one-hour course in the office basement, where they learned how to throw sand at a smoking kettle. Or some shit. But instead, we don't. No one does. Instead, we sit at our desks. We grumble about how inconvenient it is, even though we're constantly finding feeble excuses to skive off work. But today is a particularly annoying day to be burnt to a crisp, as it's payday, and we've just splashed out on a desk breakfast. Eggs, bacon, sausage, the full works. It's a veritable yummy heart attack in a polystyrene box. And we're frustrated that we're torn between dying in an inferno and our beans getting cold. So what do we do? We huff, we tut, we pull a face like a grumpy bulldog licking his ass after a long night eating lemons. We ignore basic rules like don't collect your stuff and insist that this doesn't apply to the essentials 
like Kit Kats, copies of Take a Break, and pictures of our favorite pooches dressed in Mexican ponchos. And then we use this timed evacuation as a wonderful opportunity to stroll like we're picking up daisies, to chat to our chums, to stop for a pee, and maybe have a little snooze, because, ooh, yes, it's all nice and cosy. We've all done it. I was a bloody master of it. Back when I worked at ITV, I knew the fire marshals. I knew when the fire drills were taking place. I also knew it would take an hour to clear this 24-story building of people to check it and let everyone back in. So given that my office was on the ground floor, I'd alert the Mulberry Bush pub immediately opposite. I'd place an order for pints, crisps and sarnies, if necessary. And as everyone came strolling out, usually shivering, as the most sadistic of fire marshals usually schedule a drill on a cold winter's day, mostly out of spite. And we'd spend a good hour in the pub, being paid to get nicely leathered. You see, fire drills are boring as hell, unless you know the right people with the right pints. I hold fire drills on my boat, because, as you can expect, Eva is both highly volatile and extremely flammable. Most days, she's 99% vodka. And although Eva refuses to budge an inch, she insists that I wear a sexy fire warden's uniform, consisting of a bow tie and a tub of trifle, that I evacuate the boat in a slow and sexy way by wiggling my bottom, spinning my nipple tassels, and cooing through a megaphone. I'm a tubby little fireman with a pathetic little hose. I mean, admittedly, that method has never put out any fires yet. But it does keep Eva happy, so that's all that matters. Now, there are many ways to extinguish a fire. Water, sand, foam, or suffocation. Which I'm guessing involves either sitting on it or becoming a little bit too clingy. But there are also ways that don't help put out a fire. And that is by watching a set of bouncing boobies. I know, who knew? It's been scientifically proven that the ocular ogling of a lady's chesticles does not extinguish flames, especially if said flames don't exist in the first place. Clearly, this was a memo which didn't make it all the way up to Nottingham. So who is to blame? The pervert or the memo poster? Prior to 2016, Aaron Kibadja, a married father of four, that's four children, not four boobs, and he's not married to the children or the boobs, just in case you're wondering. Aaron Kibadja was the manager of the dementia ward at Highbury Hospital in Nottingham. His job was to oversee the staff, some of whom were of the female variety. And it is said by medical experts that said feminines are known to possess fleshy growths on their upper halves. Scientifically known as breasticles, top bollocks, love pillows, round mounds and nipple stands, depending on which branch of biology you've studied. As a man of science, Aaron loved boobies, especially the rhythmic motion of said jiggly jugs, dangly delights or perky appendages that they make when said feminines are moving from A to B. 
and when said Jack and Bobby Charlton impersonators are palling around in a tight-fitting bra, or being all bibbly-bobbly and bouncing freely, as all modern liberated boobies are entitled to do. Right, sisters? Now, we're not too sure why Aaron believed that bouncing boobies could put out a fire. Maybe he relied on the swinging of said naughty norks, like pendulums, to keep time and work out how long the fire has been burning. Or perhaps he liked to use them as fast wafting fans to direct the fire away from the patients, as nothing disperses flames like a set of fun bags banging in tandem like right said Fred having a sumo wrestler in a sweater. I mean, there could be any number of reasons why Aaron often triggered the fire alarm for no reason whatsoever. One could be, it was a coincidence that he happened to be testing the fire alarm every time his large-bosomed colleagues were on shift. Or, now let me think about this, one reason could be, he was a massive pervert who triggered the fire alarms so he could watch jiggling boobies. Admittedly, it's Occam's razor, isn't it? The most obvious answer as to why a man might be looking at tits is because he likes tits, and not because it's a particularly effective way of stopping a building from catching fire. In short, between 2012 and 2016, Aaron repeatedly set off the fire alarm so he could ogle a colleague's boobs as she ran down the corridor. And rightly, for that and many other instances in which this pervy little twat was being really creepy such as rubbing himself against the nurses, dropping things on the floor for them to pick up, being gropey, and asking a colleague if she would do his lollipop. Yes, he actually said that. This married father of four wasn't arrested or charged, but he was struck off. And although he is no longer able to work for the NHS, he would later work at a care home in Potter's Bar. Oh, lucky them. Let's just hope he hasn't retrained as a fireman, otherwise they're all screwed. But given the fact that there was never a fire on the ward of the Dementia Hospital, maybe we should all embrace the fire extinguishing power of emergency boobies. The Daily Inch returns tomorrow. And of course, there are 15 more daily inches if you scroll through Murder Mile's back catalogue. Thank you for listening. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.